With Jonesy and Amanda. Since the 1940s, there have been thousands upon thousands of stories and sightings of UFOs. And yet research into UFOs is still seen as the realm of crackpots and conspiracy theorists. Our next guest is the award-winning investigative journalist who's been intrigued by UFOs ever since his own experience as a teenager. And lately, a lot of credible sources, including, I think, the US Air Force, Barack Obama, have Mm. been saying there's some very good evidence pointing the way to UFOs. Is Ross Coulthard a crackpot? I don't think he is, and he joins us now. Hello, Ross. Good morning, guys. Lovely to speak to you. You too. So tell us about this experience you had as a, as a kid. Well, I, I, I basically covered the Kaikoura UFO incident, which uh, a very famous Australian cameraman, Quentin Fogarty, uh, filmed off the south coast of uh, the south, sorry, the coast of the South Island of New Zealand in 1979. I was a 16-year-old boy, and like a lot of people at the time, I swallowed Prime Minister Peggy Muldoon's ex- explanation at the time that this was just squid boat lights, fishing boat lights reflected off the water. Mm. And then later on, I got to know Muldoon. I also got to know. Um, people in the Air Force. And I also discovered that there were people who were air traffic controllers at Wellington Airport who'd actually seen these objects on radar. And in complete contradiction to the official explanation, it turned out that the um, the, Air Force, the uh, Air Force investigators for the New Zealand Air Force knew full well that uh, the uh, people who'd seen the objects claimed that they'd seen solid objects, and more importantly, radar operators at Wellington Airport were tracking them on their radar at 14,000 feet. So whatever they were, they weren't fishing boats at 14,000 feet with their Mm. lights on. And um, it it intrigued me. And when I uh, started investigating the phenomenon uh, more recently as a journalist, I discovered that a lot of the time when you get into these stories, and I just applied the skill set I use as a a journo, I basically went back and looked at source. Incidents like in Australia, we've got some cracker examples. The Westall incident in Melbourne in April 1966, where... Um, There's never been an official government explanation for what happened, but over 200 school kids, adults, local residents looked up on a school sports field and saw three elliptical disc metallic shaped objects hovering over the school ground. And uh, these objects did things and manoeuvred in ways that were way beyond known technical capabilities of human technology at the moment. And uh, people witnessed it, and then they were told and threatened by the military to shut up about it and to keep quiet about it. And as I've dug, the more I've dug, the more I've realised, why do we put a taboo on the subject of UFOs? Why do we kind of giggle nervously with ridicule when we look at the subject? Because frankly, even the Pentagon now, the US Department of Defense, is formally admitting that these anomalous objects are real. They can't explain them. And there's just been a report to Congress which has admitted that. Well, there's a bit of shame with it. My dad used to be an airline pilot, and when I was a kid, I said, have you ever seen a UFO? And he said, if I admit that, I'll never be able to fly again. 
Really? I've had similar conversations with people in Qantas. I've spoken to people in commercial airlines and also people in our military who tell me they've seen astonishing things, but they're worried for their careers because essentially there is this taboo, this stigma that ridicules the whole subject. Yet when I talk to people in uh, high levels in the U.S. Defense Department, in the intelligence services there, they're actually saying to me, look, Ross, it's not ours. It's not American secret projects. It's not Russian. It's not Chinese. We're pretty sure it's not them. We're puzzled. We're genuinely confused by the mystery of what these objects are because the Americans now, they've done a double backflip with Pike. And after 50 years of denial, they've actually admitted that this is a real phenomenon and that they can't explain it. And one of the things that has been happening is as recently as last week, pilots flying fighter jets off the east coast of the USA, I'm told, have been seeing these weird objects on their radar and on their um, warning systems on their fighter jets. And the US military has actually admitted that these are a threat to flight safety. They've actually talked about them as being a possible national security concern. And so now the US Congress is gearing up for possible hearings, public hearings, where military witnesses in particular will be cross-examined under oath and asked to reveal what they know. And I think they know a lot more than they've previously let on. Has there been human interaction? You're seeing craft. Have there been, uh, when I say human and alien interaction? Well, one of the most fascinating examples, and there's a film coming out about this soon, is a place in Zimbabwe called Rua. And it's quite touching. There's a school called the Ariel School in Rua in Zimbabwe. And the BBC happened to have a camera crew nearby when this incident happened. And these beautiful little school kids, you can find it on YouTube. It's an amazing story because the BBC turned up literally within hours. And these beautiful little kids, they wouldn't lie. You know, butter wouldn't melt in their mouths. And they're describing seeing aliens, alien creatures that basically came out of this metallic disc. And one of the interesting things is is that one of the teachers has also confirmed they saw the craft. And these kids basically claim that whatever this entity, whatever this intelligence was, it communicated with them and told them that we were screwing up the planet and that uh, we were poisoning our planet and causing incredible damage to our planet with the way we're treating the environment. And look, you know, I I wasn't there. I don't know. Certainly, there are claims in Australia. There's there's the Kelly Cahill incident in uh, suburban Melbourne, where a young woman and her husband uh, apparently experienced some kind of intelligent life form from a craft Uh, 30 or 40 years ago. These are very frequently reported incidents, Mm. much, much more frequently reported than we care to realise and acknowledge. And the fascinating thing is, as I started finding when I went through our national archives, our defence departments got a lot of these files on record. There are incredible sightings by military personnel that have been secretly recorded and originally very heavily classified in defence department archives, which show that we've had some amazing Amazing sightings over Australian territory. Well, this is a, it's it's amazing, Ross, and uh, it would be just typical to have an alien invasion right now in the middle of the whole pandemic. <laughs> no, you know, fellas, can you come back? We're busy right now. But Ross, uh, we'll be looking at your book in plain sight. It's in all good bookstores today. Ross Coulthard, thank you for joining us. It's a real pleasure.
Thank you, Ross. Jonesy and Amanda's Damnation.